Welcome to the Audio Road Network. It's time for questions from the Audio Road with Kevin Rutherford. The show is all about the business of trucking. We're live Monday through Friday, midnight Eastern. Call 646-595-4967. Your money, your taxes, your truck, and your road to success in the trucking industry. This is Trucking Business and Beyond, the show that puts the money where it belongs, back in your pocket. Welcome to my world. I'm your host, Kevin Rutherford. The website is letstruck.com. The number to join us, 8888-ROAD-DOG. We are here live. It is Monday, April 2nd. Pick up the phone and give me a call. 8888-ROAD-DOG gets you through. The show is all about the business of trucking. We'll take your calls and answer your questions about trucks, money, fuel mileage, maintenance, tires, taxes, technology, health and fitness on the road, getting started as an owner-operator, finding freight, working with brokers, getting your own authority. You name it, we'll talk about it. All you have to do is pick up the phone and call. We're going to get to those calls in just a little bit. The uh, The ELD mandate is officially in full force. So up until this point, if you didn't have one, um, you didn't get put out of service for it. Now, you need to have an approved ELD or a grandfathered AOBR. Now I can't even remember what they were. Um, those are still legal if they're grandfathered in. We'll see if this makes any real change or not. You know, it seemed like we certainly could see the effects of the ELD mandate back in December. Something changed. Rates went up. Capacity got tight. We noticed some differences. Uh, it'll be interesting to see as we progress into this if we're going to notice even more difference. Will capacity get even tighter? Will we see parking issues? Who knows what's going to happen? Right now, if capacity gets any tighter, I can't imagine what rates are going to look like. Rates are really strong right now. They're starting to pick up, and they're already strong. So, should be a very interesting spring. Um, see what's going to happen. I think it's going to be a very busy year. I would start planning your year while the rates are good and the freight is high. I would be making as much money as I can and plan your time off accordingly. One of the things you should be planning some time off for, make your money now while you can because when September comes, you're going to want to take a week off of the road. And we are excited to announce CMC registration is open. So the 2018 CMC registration is now officially open. This is the first on-air announcement of that. The dates are set September 17th. Uh, is a Monday, so that would mean the 17th through the 21st, if I'm doing the math right. Yes, that would be Monday through Friday, September 17th through the 21st. We will be in Council Bluffs, Iowa, 
again at the Mid-America Center. Very excited about that. We'd love to see you there. If you don't know what the CMC is, you really need to find out. Now, if you want a ton of information about it, you can go check out the website. Let's truck.com. Look under events. You'll see CMC 2018. Um, that'll give you a really good idea of what the event is. But I'll give you the short version here. It is a five-day business conference. There's nothing else like it. There is no other opportunity like this in trucking. We started it. Oh, I believe we are now coming up on our heading into our 13th year, I believe, of the CMC. It's grown every year. I remember when we first started it, and it was a two-day program. And, you know, if I got 25 people in the room, that was a big event. And we've grown it since then. Um, The last event we had was five days long and over 400 people. We fully expect that we'll have that again. So it is five days of everything you need to know to be successful in this industry. Whether you are thinking about buying your first truck, we have a week set up for you. If you own a truck, you're leased to a carrier, you just want to make more money, we have an entire uh, week set up for you. Or if you want to get your own authority, there's a lane set up for that as well, and you can mix and match. You're not locked into anything. One day you can take some um, sessions on buying your first truck, and that afternoon you could take a session on getting your own uh, shipper direct accounts. We're going to cover everything from A to Z. We have multiple speakers. I spend about 35 hours that week on stage between the different lanes. So there's a lot going on. We have events every night. We cover the food. There's tons of parking. We highly recommend you bring your truck and trailer. We do things out in the parking lot. Uh, Mike Beckett will be there from MD Alignment. The team from Pittsburgh Power will be there. Uh, Dan Baker is coming back to be our keynote speaker. If you haven't heard Dan Baker, that is a treat. There's just a lot going on, and, and we'll be announcing more and more as time goes on. But the important thing right now, it is time to get registered. We have a payment plan. So it really only costs you about $100 to lock in your seat, and I would do that soon. The sooner you get signed up, the sooner we start to see our numbers, uh, the more we can add. So we're excited. We need you to go get signed up. Come on out and join us in Council Bluffs. I know a lot of people have been telling me this is their year. They've been saying for years and years they're coming to the CMC Um, I've heard more people say this is their year than ever before. So we're excited about that. Two ways to get signed up. You can go right to the website, letstruck.com, and sign up right online. Or if you have other questions, you want some help signing up, you can always call our Tribe Care team at 855-800-3835. All right, I'm going to get some phone calls. Let's go to... Idaho to get started. Larry, welcome to the program. Hi, Kevin, a long-time listener. Um, basically calling you, I bought your program a while back, how to set up the trucking company, and I'm, I'm a master procrastinator. And uh, basically what's happening is I've been blessed. My dad's retiring soon, 
and he's actually helping me buy a brand new truck cash. He's doing it. The the questions I have for you is he's doing it, you know, for tax write-off and depreciation and stuff like that. He currently lives out of the country and his, his attorney set up a LLC in Wyoming and I'm running out of Idaho and I've been a driver for about five years. I've worked for all the big companies and, um, you know, I've been an independent contractor for smaller companies. And so I did get my own LLC, which I currently have out of Idaho. My questions to you are, uh, you know, what's the best way to do that? Should we lease out of that, that Wyoming LLC to me? And then he wants as much cost for write-offs as he can possibly get. Well, I, I'm... Boy, there's so much here. I don't even know where to start. Um, I, I, that's why I'm calling you. I yeah. To, I tried so, talking to accountants and lawyers. So I, I'm not sure but, how he plans on structuring this so that he actually ends up with a tax benefit. And if, if that's the only reason for buying a new truck, I would have to see what what strategy they think they're going to use between him and his attorney or why they filed an LLC in Wyoming. Um, here's the thing. If he goes out and he buys a brand-new yeah. truck cash, let, let's just say it's 150000 uh-huh. Could be more. So the 150000 yeah. is gone. It's no longer in his pocket, right? Because he spent it. Yeah. Yeah. So now he gets to take a hundred and fifty thousand in depreciation as a tax write-off. So what? The money's yeah. gone. I, I don't. I don't see the the tax yeah. advantage here. And how are you going to rent that truck from him or lease that truck? Because if you do, then that money is revenue uh-huh. to him that he's going to pay tax on. Exactly. And that's my I, I, question. Trucks, trucks are lousy, is. lousy tax deductions. I don't know if his attorney's giving him this advice. Real estate would be a much better deal. I mean, there are so many other things you could invest in to get better tax breaks and growth. In four years, the truck's worth next to nothing. Exactly. Well, the thing is, is he's doing it mainly for me, so that I can. Okay, you know, have that's a, a that's a know. different matter. Let let me get to that then, and that's really what I was trying to get to here. If this is a tax write-off scheme, it's a lousy one. So let's set that aside. Let's say this isn't about tax write-offs, because I could give him many more ideas for just pure taxes. This isn't going to help much. If he's buying this new truck cash to help you, we have an entirely different discussion to have. And we'll have that right after we get to this break and we come back. Stick around. We'll be right back. I'm Kevin Rutherford.
Are you a driver that wants to take control of your own destiny and have the freedom to make the choices that affect you and your loved ones every day? If the answer is yes, then Stop Holding the Steering Wheel audio program was designed for you. In this one-of-a-kind audio program, Kevin Rutherford reveals the secrets to running a successful trucking business, taking the plunge to owner-operator, finding and negotiating for a new truck, and managing money once you earn it. Are you willing to do the hard work? It's time to stop holding the steering wheel and start driving your business. Order your copy today and create the business you've always wanted. Visit our online store at letstruck.com or call our tribe care team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Hey, Audio World listener, what is your profit per mile? How about your cost per mile or even your bottom line? Stop driving blind and know your numbers. Profit Gages is absolutely simple bookkeeping specifically for owner-operators. Habits and access to business and tax reports that will help you increase your profits and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Sign up for Profit Gages today and take advantage of our 30-day free trial. Know your numbers and master the journey. Visit our website at letstruck.com or call our tribe care team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Did you know that 35% of fuel economy can be attributed to your driving habits? Use the ScanGauge KR to maximize your driving efficiency. The ScanGauge KR has built-in and programmable digital gauges that allow you to read instant fuel mileage, average fuel economy, and dozens more gauges as you drive. Get to know your truck and learn how you can improve your fuel cost and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Drive smarter and master the journey. Get yours today at Let'sTruck.com or call our TribeCare team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. As a professional driver, there is no question that fuel is your highest cost. Fuel Gauges tracks each fuel up, provides your 30, 60, and 90-day miles per gallon average, also tracks maintenance and modifications. Best of all, it is completely free to use. There's no excuse not to use your miles per gallon and start improving your fuel economy. Download the Fuel Gauges app today and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Let Fuel Gauges help you master the journey. Visit our website at letstruck.com or call Tribe Care Team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. I'm going to get back to the phone calls. I was talking with Larry in Idaho. Larry, you still with me? Yes. Okay. So if your dad's goal, let's throw out the tax break because he's not going to get one. This It's a lousy plan mm-hmm. for taxes. But let's talk about that you said it's what he really wants to do is help you. I, I like that. That's a great idea. Yes. Um, 
I'm going to pick on you a bit, though. You said you bought my program, but you're a procrastinator. So the last thing, yeah. the last thing you need, any, and I'm not just picking on you with this. Out of every yeah. 50 people that come to me about advice about getting started, I might recommend a new truck to one out of 50. And it's because they have business background, cash, and good credit. And we're looking long term. Even then, there's still some risk in that new Mm -hmm. truck. The way I would start this if I were you, um, one, Mm -hmm. I I would have at least $5,000 cash of your own. And I would borrow no more than twenty from your dad, and buy a twenty-five thousand dollar truck or something in that vicinity and get started. If you do really well, and your dad wants to help and invest in the yeah. business, he can always invest later. But I, I no way does it make sense for your dad to spend one hundred and fifty to one hundred eighty thousand dollars on a truck to put you in business. I think it's a horrible idea. Yeah. Oh, that's not good. Why not? What's wrong with buying a twenty or twenty-five thousand dollar truck? Well, we we already put a deposit down on the new truck. Why? I mean, what in 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 what world does that really make good sense? This is your first business, I'm assuming. It, it, I've, I, I've had, uh, you know, when I was younger, transmissions business, but obviously went out of business. But, yeah. So I, maybe I can, I probably could get the deposit back. I would. Well, I just wanted to run California. Well, yeah. I know, but you can buy a 2011 truck and run California. And a 2011 is still way cheaper yeah. than a 2019. It's not even close. Yeah. Get your feet wet. Get get a year under your belt without yeah. that huge hit of depreciation on a new truck, all the other things that go along with mm-hmm. it, all the increased cost, all that pressure. Not only do you run the risk of of the business failing, but you've got a very close personal mm-hmm. relationship involved with your father. I mean, no matter yeah. no matter how well you two get along, no matter how much you agree on this, if the business goes sideways and you can't pay him back for this truck, there's going to be hard feelings. Well, that's the thing is he's not worried about me paying him back for the truck. Well, of course he is. He should be. I mean, if if he's just he's going not. to, that's, that's well, that, that's part of the problem, because all I see him doing then is enabling yeah. you to fail. Yeah. Because where's the risk then? So you go out, you get a brand new truck, you you procrastinate, you admitted that yourself. You don't really get around to running this thing like a yeah. business. You're not making enough money to pay him back, but you've got a truck. What good does that do anybody? That's true. Um, okay. Well, with the how if okay, See, I'm going to buy the used truck. Okay. 
so what we do is set up the the you know I'm just worried about why he set up a company as well, his account or whatever I, I, set up this LLC in Wyoming. I, I I wonder about that too, but I can't get an answer to that. So there's no point in spending much time on that. I I think unless they have something yeah. weird in mind. That may or may not have been a mistake, but I don't see that as being the big issue. We can we can fix all of those things. I, I'll tell you what I'm hearing. That has me more worried than anything. Yeah, I, It's not what I'm hearing. It's mm-hmm. what I'm not hearing. I'm not hearing a bit of fire yeah. here that you really want to be in business. Well, I want to work for myself. Well, everybody you know, does. That's my other question. You that, everybody is, wants. Nobody is, wants to work for the man. Nobody wants to work for anybody else. Yeah. That's why you know we kind of call it the American dream, but it's still the vast majority of majority of people don't own their own business. It's still pretty rare, and yeah. it's rare for a reason because it's not easy, and it requires real dedication and hard work. And I'm not saying you're not capable of those things. I'm just not hearing the desire in your voice. Gotcha. You know, it's just a lot of confusing. Like right now, I was deciding on whether I'm going to run my own authority or lease on the Landstar and then lease on the Landstar for a year or two and then go my own way, do my own authority. Either plan is fine. I mean, if you know, starting with your own authority certainly creates some new challenges. So it's going to be more work and more time and more effort and more learning. Nothing wrong with that because it also creates more opportunity. Um, you've got some solid financial backing on this, so that wouldn't be the big problem. Um, Starting with Landstar would be a great way to go, too. It takes a lot of the pressure off. You don't really have to go, you know, find freight and build relationships right off the bat, although those are still good things to do in the Landstar system. But you don't have to worry about compliance and collections and invoicing and drug testing and, you know, an ELD mandate that you have to figure out because those are all things you have to do with your own authority, fuel tax, and I could go on and on. So my recommendation, if if you're going to go through with this, don't jump into the deep end of the mm-hmm. pool. Do the Landstar thing. You're going to have a much better shot. Start with a mm-hmm. used truck. Start with Landstar. You don't have the pressure of big payments or, you know, all that money just hanging out there. You don't have all that extra work to do with your own authority. And let's see how the first six months goes. Well, the way I work it, I I thought about it with him is if I'm not paying that, if the truck's totally paid for and I'm not paying that forty two hundred dollar, you know, four thousand forty two hundred dollar a month payment for the truck, that leaves me a lot of options. You know, I can pick and choose the loads I want. If fuel gets too high, I can shut down for a week or two. You know, it gives me a lot of options for when I can run and when I. Yeah, it, I I think it does something else, and here's where I, why I think him him doing this is a mistake, and and it's enabling you. What this uh, what this free truck is going to do is it's going to enable you to run a shitty business and get away with it, and that's a bad lesson. Okay. What what's going to happen when 
That's this, true. This truck starts needing repairs and it starts getting more expensive. And what's going to happen when freight turns around and the rates go back down and, you know, we're not tripping over really good paying loads and you still at that point haven't learned how to run a good business because you never had to. Exactly. Don't take the easy way out. Well, you'll, you'll regret well, it later. Do do the well, hard work uh, now. That's how I... Yeah, that's how I started, though, you know, jumping in the pan out of into the fire. So um, what do you recommend? Uh, you know, I just went to my accountant this year for my tenant for my LLC and uh, basically he's not a trucking accountant. So ended up paying some money. Uh, you guys do accounting, right? We do. We're we're not taking any new tax clients for the 2017 season. Uh, I'm going to cut you loose. You can listen on the radio. Um, probably starting in May, we will start taking new accounting clients for the 2018 tax season, which is the more important anyway. 2017, nothing really changed. Those are all the same tax laws and rules we've been operating under for a very long time. 2018 is when the laws changed, and you won't file that tax return till next year. So right now, we are not taking new 2017 clients, um, but probably in May, and I'll let you know, we will start taking uh, new tax clients again for the 2018 tax season. We just want to make sure we get through 2017. All of our clients are happy and we give them what we promised. And then we'll start growing again in May. I I would think long and hard about this business. I think the way that it's being done is a mistake. And I think you will regret it later. Um, Use some of your own cash. If you don't have any, save some. Don't borrow much more than twenty or twenty-five thousand from him to buy a truck, and do the hard work on this. I just see this not working out well the way it's being planned right now. I know that's not always easy to hear, but it's what you need to hear. We'll be right back. Stick around, I'm Kevin Rutherford. Road listener, what is your profit per mile? How about your cost per mile or even your bottom line? Stop driving blind and know your numbers. Profit Gages is absolutely simple bookkeeping specifically for owner operators. Have instant access to business and tax reports that will help you increase your profits and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Sign up for Profit Gages today and take advantage of our 30 day free trial. Know your numbers and master the journey. Visit our website at letstruck.com or call our TriCare team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Did you know that 35% of fuel economy can be attributed to your driving habits? Use the ScanGage KR to maximize your driving efficiency. The ScanGage KR has built-in and programmable digital gauges that allow you to read instant fuel mileage, average fuel economy, and dozens more gauges as you drive. Get to know your truck and learn how you can improve your fuel cost 
and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Drive smarter and master the journey. Get yours today at Let'sTruck.com or call our TribeCare team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. As a professional driver, there is no question that fuel is your highest cost. Fuel gauges tracks each fuel up, provides your 30, 60, and 90-day miles per gallon average, also tracks maintenance and modifications. Best of all, it is completely free to use. There is no excuse not to use your miles per gallon and start improving your fuel economy. Download the Fuel Gauges app today and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Let Fuel Gauges help you master the journey. Visit our website at letstruck.com. Or call Tribe Care Team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Are you a driver that wants to take control of your own destiny and have the freedom to make the choices that affect you and your loved ones every day? If the answer is yes, then Stop Holding the Steering Wheel audio program was designed for you. In this one-of-a-kind audio program, Kevin Rutherford reveals the secrets to running a successful trucking business, taking the plunge to owner-operator, finding and negotiating for a new truck, and managing money once you earn it. Are you willing to do the hard work? It's time to stop holding the steering wheel and start driving your business. Order your copy today and create the business you've always wanted. Visit our online store at letstruck.com or call our Tribe Care team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Hey, have you heard? We have an app to make listening to our shows easier than ever. It's free, it's simple, it does one thing, and it does it really well. Download the app, open it, and listen to our shows. The Power Hour, Questions from the Road, Destination Health, and more. Listen live, listen anytime, and never miss a show again. To find it, search your app store for Audio Road. One word, that's Audio Road. It's one more way we help you master the journey. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. Keep dialing. It's a little easier to get through as we get closer to the end of the show. I'm going to head off to Michigan. Jim, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. Uh, how you doing this uh, evening? Good. What can I help you with? I sent over an oil sample there. Um, at, uh, there's two samples on there, one before the OPS and then the... Uh, Later after, uh, there is a severity code. I just wanted you to go over it with me real quick. Uh, I'm having issues, and I'm wondering if it might have something to do with my injectors. Um, I noticed that fuel dilution there. Is that normal for a Series 60? That fuel dilution you can completely ignore. Um, The method that the lab uses now is, like, ultra-sensitive. So we don't even really... Okay. Think about replacing injectors until that would get up to around four, almost double what it is now. 
you could oh. have virtually no fuel yeah, dilution at dropped. two. Yeah, yeah. At, at two is like the old okay. zero. We don't consider that any fuel dilution at all. Okay. So I wouldn't worry about that. Um, your soot actually went down. Okay. Got much better. So it's right where we want to see it, mm-hmm. right around point one. Uh, Viscosity is just about perfect. The base is holding up. No oxidation and nitration. Okay. No signs of coolant, no dirt. Wear metals are extremely low. This just doesn't get much better. That titanium jumped up. That's nothing, though, because it's at a lower Tit- lower reading, I guess. Titanium is an additive that was think- put into the oil on purpose. Okay. Okay, and then something of boron. What is that? Is that an additive as well? It, it, then it's an additive. That was so flag yellow on one of those samples. Yeah. So let me give okay. you a, a clue on what to read on here and what to ignore. Um, so I always start looking right. at contaminants that that block marked contaminants, which is basically fuel dilution, <laughs> soot, and water. Then I look at the fluid properties. Okay. Then I go up to wear metals and contaminants. And basically, everything under multi-source metals and additive metals, I wish they would take it off of the sample. I never use it, ever. Oh, I see. It's meaningless. Gotcha. Okay. Right. Okay. Now, with your experience with these Series 60s when you had them, uh, did you ever have an issue where you you take off and uh, when you're starting to take off, you get in that little sputter like it's missing? Uh, just in the early stages of the RPM, and then it just gets going, and it seems to warm up. You don't notice it. You ever come the, across something like that? I was wondering if I had something to worry about with those injectors. Um, I get smoke now and again and different things. Yeah, you know, I had two issues with the Series 60s. One where they would idle a little rough. They would lope almost, you yeah. know, and... Very seldom did I ever try to fix that problem. I tried a couple times in the beginning, chased it a lot, never really got it any better, and just gave up on it. And then I had a truck that had been doing that for 300,000 miles. I replaced an ECM for a different Mm -hmm. reason, and that bad idle went away. Now... I had a yeah. I had oh, another okay. one that idled like that, but there was no way I was going to go spend a couple thousand dollars on an ECM just to get rid of it because it didn't hurt anything. It just did it, you know. It didn't yeah. really okay. bother anything. And I had a couple of them do what you talked about, primarily when they were colder. You'd start off, you'd get that little sputter hesitation, and then it would go away. And I thought, I'm just not going to spend a lot of time chasing this problem down. It's not hurting anything. Gotcha. All right, I think I'll cancel my uh, my uh, Freightliner visit then because I think it's going to be a waste of time. Yeah, and, I, uh, I I will probably. All right. Well, hey, I sure appreciate uh, you going over that. The one oh, thing I would tell you absolutely: do not replace the injectors until we absolutely know we have a problem. And right now, I would say you have no problem with okay. your injectors. No, it's running good. I think the only thing I'm going to, like I say, after listening to your show with Pittsburgh Power, I think that's the one thing I want to do is get it over there and let them tweak things and tune it a little bit. And, and it might you, correct, like you say, it might correct that problem. It, 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 Anyways, it so. may well because it's, it's usually an ECM issue. And I will tell you, when you put their tune in a Series 60, you will think they put a new engine under the mm-hmm. hood. 
Yeah, I heard you say that, and that's what I'm looking forward to do. And I just live in Michigan. I'm not far from them. I just got to get the load over there and get her done. So, yeah, you but will. Hey, I appreciate your time. I'm going to let you go. I'll let you get to some other callers, so I sure appreciate it. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. That tune on the Series 60 is amazing. Nothing else will change that engine or that truck like their tune does. Let's go to Ohio. Matt, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. Thanks for taking my call. What can I help you with tonight? All right. So I've got a couple questions for you. I just bought a 2015 T680. Um, I'm leased onto a carrier hauling frac sand here in Ohio, West Virginia, and PA. Um, I'm wanting to see what you think on the specs on it and what you would recommend as a course for, you know, improvements and uh, modifications for it. All right. So give me the specs. All right. ISX-15, it's at 450 horse right now, 1,700 pound-feet of torque, uh, 13-speed, and 331 rears. So the the rear end ratio is a little odd. Might work okay with that X15. We're we're now this isn't is this an X15 or an ISX 2015? No, ISX. So, this is an ISX. That's right. We're not into the X15 yet. Right. Um, I'm not wild about that that gear ratio. Um, you're probably, depending on your speed and the area you're going to run in, you're probably going to want to spend more time in 12th than 13th. That's that's still kind of a right, tall right. gear ratio for that truck and that engine. Um, so 12th is a little better. It's not high enough that you can run in direct, which is what we'd really like to be set up as. But I would probably, you'll find that you'll do better in 12th. Thirteenth, uh, you're going to use when you're light, okay. when you're in a hurry, um, those kind of things. But at at fifty five to sixty five, twelfth is going to do much better. When you get up past sixty five, you'll probably okay. have to play around with it. Um, one of the first things you want really is the scan gauge KR. It's going to teach you more about that truck and I've got engine. It. And okay, got it right now, perfect. That that's what you're going to want to get. You know heavily involved in right off the bat you'll figure out where this thing shifts better where it wants to run where it gets its best fuel economy um after that you know it's hard to beat the fleet air filter for a an early modification and before you spend any money modifying make sure that everything's correct no charger cooler leaks the overhead set properly as soon as you have enough right. uh, miles, I would pull an oil sample after, say, 15,000 miles on the oil so we get a good idea of where we are um, as far as how the engine's tuned and running. Um, and then, just like the Series 60, I would be talking to Pittsburgh Power about their tune. Um, we can do more with the okay. ECM on most of these engines than anything else. You could all also look at, you know, any of your aerodynamic modifications. Those are always worth it. The air tabs, the flow below, um, OPS, you know, because then you can switch to synthetic. We can start, you know, cutting down the oil change cost. So those those are the places I'd start. But I, I think overall you've got pretty good specs here. 
Okay. Well, let me ask you this. My uh, my thought on this is basically I run one way loaded, one way empty. Um, anywhere from you know 50 miles one way up to about 100 miles one way. Um, you know, I'm pulling a lot of hills. Uh, you know, always loaded pretty much at max gross, right at 78 to 80,000. My train of thought kind of was, should I be looking more at maybe performance improvements on this versus, you know, the economy and then, you know, just drive the truck to get the economy when I'm empty? What do you, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Well, yeah, you're on the right track with the performance upgrades, but we're actually going to do the performance upgrades to get better fuel economy. The more demand you put okay. on the engine the more performance upgrades will actually help fuel economy. So we always want to be driving for fuel economy. But, yeah, that's why, you know, let, let's focus on the fleet air filter uh, and the tune. Those are some of the performance upgrades we can do. Uh, aerodynamics always help, so that's where I'd go next. Um, and then you've already got the scan gauge, so you'll figure out how to get the best fuel economy out of it. And every time you make a modification, you'll figure out the best way to drive it. But I think you're on the right track here. I'm going to get to a break. We're going to come right back and knock out a couple more calls and questions before we've got to get out of here. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rutherford. For the 2018 CMC Live Seminar, the biggest, baddest educational event dedicated to the trucking industry. This event takes place September 17th through the 21st at the Mid-America Center in Council Bluffs, Iowa. This five-day seminar focuses solely on the unique challenges and opportunities that truck drivers face every day, not only on the job, but in all facets of life. Learn from the industry's top leaders, network with fellow drivers, and start running more effective and profitable businesses. Spots are filling up fast. Don't miss this opportunity to take action on your business, your life, and your future. Together, we can help you master the journey. Register online at letstruck.com or call our TriCare team at 855-800-FUEL with any questions. That's 855-800-3835. Hey, Audio Road listener, what is your profit per mile? How about your cost per mile or even your bottom line? Stop driving blind and know your numbers. Profit Gages is absolutely simple bookkeeping specifically for owner-operators. Habits and access to business and tax reports that will help you increase your profits and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Sign up for Profit Gages today and take advantage of our 30-day free trial. Know your numbers and master the journey. Visit our website at letstruck.com or call our TriCare team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Did you know that 35% of fuel economy can be attributed to your driving habits? Use the ScanGauge KR to maximize your driving efficiency. The ScanGauge KR has built-in and programmable digital gauges that allow you to read instant fuel mileage, average fuel economy, and dozens more gauges as you drive. 
Get to know your truck and learn how you can improve your fuel cost and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Drive smarter and master the journey. Get yours today at Let'sTruck.com or call our TribeCare team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. As a professional driver, there is no question that fuel is your highest cost. Fuel gauges tracks each fuel up, provides your 30, 60, and 90-day miles per gallon average, also tracks maintenance and modifications. Best of all, it is completely free to use. There is no excuse not to use your miles per gallon and start improving your fuel economy. Download the Fuel Gauges app today and keep your money in your pocket where it belongs. Let Fuel Gauges help you master the journey. Visit our website at letstruck.com or call Tribe Care Team at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. We're going to get right back to some phone calls. We're going to head off to Texas. Harry, welcome to the program. Well, Kevin, thanks for taking my call. I had a few questions on my new X-15 uh, performance series. Uh, the truck uh, is uh, 389 uh, Peterbilt. Barely got forty thousand miles on it right now, and uh, on uh, hills on hard pull, uh, it vibrates and no power at all. I literally had to drop somewhere on the street hills. It goes thirty miles an hour. Yeah, this doesn't sound good. Um... Has it been back into the shop yet at all? Have they looked at anything? Yes. They did a dyno. They put it on a dyno, and they say everything is good. It's throwing 460 horsepower to the ground. Well, that means it's... And Yeah, well, then that's right. I mean... Add add ninety more horsepower to that for the flywheel, and it's right where it should be. Um, but you're telling me when it's out on the road, it's just a dog. Yep. Yeah. I mean, uh, when I'm running on a flat ground, no problems, no chicken just like whatsoever. When I'm pulling up a steep hill, and it will, you can see the paddle. I mean, you can feel the paddle. It's nothing to it, and then it will vibrate just just like acting like it won a misfire, and you can you can feel the motor is doing a and then for a second it does that, and you, you can once it quits, and you can see the speedometer going up. Yeah, I I wouldn't even attempt to try to guess what it is here, especially on a new truck. It could be almost anything. 
um, a bad sensor, an ECM, a wiring harness. But clearly something is happening on the road that didn't happen on the dyno. Uh, and that's just frustrating when you're trying right. to tell the dealer, no, this is what's happening, and they're telling you nothing's wrong, when you clearly know mm-hmm. something is wrong. Um, you right. said it, you said it was an X15, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you ever get near Pittsburgh Power? Mm, no, basically I, I, I'm running. California. I'd find a way. You need a good independent okay. shop. This okay. is this is why I get so frustrated with people when they say, well, I want to, and I'm not criticizing you buying a new truck. There are times when it makes sense to buy a new truck. But a lot of times people who can't afford a new right. truck will say, well, I want a new truck because of the warranty. Well, here's a problem with the warranty. They right. don't want to work on these things. They will do everything to get you back out the door and say nothing is wrong. And that just wastes your time. It wastes your ability to go make revenue Mm -hmm. because you're going to get under a load and this thing's going to do it again. And then you're going to have to schedule another trip back there. And they're going to put it on the dyno and say nothing's wrong. And this is how warranty work goes. So what you need to do, and I used to do this all the time, skip the warranty. Take it to a shop that you have a relationship okay. with that you're paying for and let them find the problem. Uh-huh. If they find the problem, and let's say it's a $200 sensor, I would pay the $200 to my independent shop in a heartbeat rather than take it in and get it done under right. warranty. Now, if it turns out it's a $2,000 repair once they identify it, well, then I'd probably go back and make them do it under warranty. But in this troubleshooting phase, I would pay somebody to troubleshoot this engine till you figure out what's wrong. Right. Yeah, and that being said, uh, another issue I'm having with it, every 7,000 miles, uh, I have to replace a few players. No matter what happens, the, I switch places where I the, fuel. Well, and the answer that, I'm getting from Cummins is <laughs> you, you're getting bad fuel. No, see, I, I, I'm with them on this one. I have not seen any mechanical mm-hmm. reasons, nothing I can think of that would clog a filter. Filters clog because of bad fuel. And, right. and once you get algae... Algae is alive. Algae grows. So even even though you switch where you fuel, that algae can continue to grow in that tank. So I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna give them a hard time about the first problem. They should have worked harder to figure it out and solve it. The second problem, I'm with them. I, I would say this is bad fuel. Right. Okay. Okay. I don't know where else to fuel other than... Well, it's not really a matter of where you fuel. What you need to do is go to a good marine shop, like a West Marine, and just ask them for their best algicide. Because around the water, we use a lot of diesel engines, and they get a lot of water in their fuel. That They get a lot of algae in their fuel. So they usually have the better products. 
So go to someplace like a West Marine, ask them for their best algicide, start using that, that, and keep filters with you so that you can just change them on your own because it could get worse before it gets better. But the bigger problem right now is figuring out why this thing isn't running correctly. Let's go to Missouri. Jim, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. I got a a tax question for you. Um, I basically got a, I'm doing a lease purchase through my owner. It's a pretty small company. And basically he's just selling me the truck for 6% interest and, and I can make the payments how I want. And it's on a 36 month note and then I'll have a buyout at the end of it. And my question is, I keep hearing all the time that you should use 9% of your gross is what you save back for taxes. But the way we wrote the lease at the first point, uh, it was $500 weekly payment. And uh, I'm doing pretty well, and I want to do about a $1,000 week payment. And would that 9% on the gross be the same number, whether you're making, you know, doubling the amount of money you're spending on the payment each month? Or yeah, does it, it change it, a little bit? No, it doesn't change. And there's a couple reasons I'll try to explain. One, how much you make in truck payments is almost meaningless unless you're treating this like a lease. You could treat this like a per- purchase for taxes based on the way it's structured. But even if the lease amount does change, you have to remember, we never pay tax on the gross and everybody's tax situation is wildly different. The only reason I came up with the 9% number was to help keep people out of trouble. They needed some number, some target to shoot for. Now, the way we should do it is we should have a really good accounting system, and each quarter we should go in and look at all of our revenue, all of our expenses, look at things like per diem and depreciation, and we should calculate an estimated tax. Well, that's a lot of work, and I don't want people waiting until the end of the quarter because then they'll get too far behind. So I I came up with a number, and I looked at thousands of owner operators and all the variables and nine percent is right in the middle it's not perfect you know for everybody not even close there are going to be people where nine percent wasn't enough and there are going to be people where nine percent is way too much because it's just an estimate it's just a way to have some number to start putting aside every week so that you don't get behind Then if you have a good tax preparer, you have a good accounting system, every quarter you could tweak that number and get better and better at knowing what you should be paying. But the 9%, I tell people across the board, just use it. Just use 9% until you come up with better numbers, you know, in reality than what that is. So wait, you just save the 9%, wait a couple quarters and see what it looks like and then adjust from there? Yeah, you know, and I tell people every week, take that 9%, put it into a savings account. Don't touch it. At the end of the quarter, send yeah. it send it to That's the IRS. That's exactly what I'm doing. Yeah, perfect. At, at the end of okay. the quarter, send it to right. the IRS. Then, you know, you're really not going to know how accurate this is until you do your first tax return. Okay, I got you. And now All we right, sir, I appreciate it. You're Thank welcome. You. And and now we have another 
monkey in the works, which is everybody's tax is going to change in 2018. So I may change that 9% number. It's hard to say. So many things are changing. Rates are going up. Fuel's staying cheap. People are making more money, but the new tax law change means we're going to pay less. So it's there's just a lot up, up in the air right now. 9% will still keep you safe. Still a good number to use. I've got to get out of here. We will do it again tomorrow night. Thanks for joining me. Be safe. Be profitable. Be fit and healthy. Always do the hard work and master the journey. I'm Kevin Rutherford.